Hey everyone, it's Emily from Sex with Emily. We got a great show today. We'll be answering your emails and we have the women from Zivity, which is a body positive, sex positive site. We're gonna be talking about the free the nipple movement. I'm here with Menace, but first a word from our sponsors, everyone. Thank you for listening to the show. As you know, I love being able to help you have the sex life and relationships you deserve and I wanna give you the best show possible. So thank you for supporting our sponsors. And I gotta tell you about Promescent. Did you know one in three men suffers from premature ejaculation? But now you don't have to because Promescent is a quickly absorbing delay spray that allows you to have the sex you want. You don't even have to think about your baseball or your great Aunt Margaret with a furry mustache so you don't have to ejaculate. You can focus on your partner's hot body, which is what you should be doing, especially now that you have the time to make them orgasm because Promescent helps you last longer. It closes the arousal gap between men and women. And sometimes you might just get there a little faster than she'd like. So Promescent helps you last twice as long. Thousands of urologists are recommending it. The only FDA-approved treatment for premature ejaculation that is Promescent. Go to P-R-O-M-E-S-C-N-T dot com and check it out. So thanks, everyone. Enjoy the show. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you can listen to all of our podcasts, sign up for our mailing list, which you should because we actually send out good emails, not those annoying emails that people send you. They're actually informative and entertaining, so check them out. And you can also subscribe on iTunes. We do two shows a week, so you'll never, ever miss another show again, which I know would be devastating. And today's show, I'm here with Menace. What up, Menace? Hi, how you doing today? I'm great. It's so good to see you. <laughs> You too. I miss you. You doing all right over I get there so with that excited. phallic microphone? I love the phallic. Okay, I actually yeah. feel at home with a phallic microphone in front of me. Is that weird? I'm really excited to see you. I miss you. Like my heart misses you when I don't see you. Like I, <laughs> I feel. I, I get like excited. I squeal when I see you. It's crazy that we live in the same area once again and we still don't see each other ever. I know, but, but that's you're yeah. always doing stuff, and I got things going on. I'm going to um, Comic Con tomorrow oh, after work. Yeah. I want to go. I'm going to go for about a day and a half. And nice. Then I got to come back here and do another event at Six Flags. And Ooh. yeah, it's crazy. And then I'm going to Vegas like twice and all of this course. crazy stuff That's is awesome. going on. So I'm tra- traveling mean, like all the time. Right. This is like your, your travel month of, of, uh, of concerts yeah, and stuff and like that. Yeah, and work and stuff like that. Yeah, but that's okay. How's everything going with you? Everything's really good with me. Yeah, it's been fun. I, okay, so I have to tell everybody something near and dear to their heart on the podcast that I, you know, that I always like talk about Taco Bell just on the uh. podcast, just, you know, jokingly. Not and, really jokingly, but Well, yeah. you know, I do have a true love anyways. Um, but yesterday, you can check out on my Instagram, Menace on Instagram, that I got invited to the Taco Bell headquarters in Honey, Irvine, California. this is like a dream come true. Like, yeah. so you want to go to, like, the White House, Niagara Falls. <laughs> yeah, like, no, no, I just want to go to, to Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. I get it. And then they took me to the test kitchen and, you know, where they just test everything out. And it was it was awesome. Was it a highlight of your life? It was. Everyone was really nice. Super Did it cool. smell like tacos and stuff? No. It was, like, super <laughs> clean. It's like no, going to, like, just think of, like, one of the <laughs> nicest, like, dot-com offices you've been to in San Francisco. Right. 
just like that. Did they give you coupons or anything for free? Tacos? No, no, no. But it was it was just it was mind blowing because again it, it was like walking into like a uh, a Google or a Twitter right. or something right. like right. that. Right, right. No, I'm it's sure just, it looks very sophisticated. Like, yeah, that way. But like some background is that Menace for about the last eight years has been talking <laughs> about the um, taco that he wants to bring, the double decker. It's the four alarm double decker taco. It's just something like from when I. But he's been tweeting them for years. Yeah, and like like years, like bring the double decker four alarm back. And then so they brought me in. Did you have a sit down conversation with the CEO and say that was a really good taco and I would like it? Yeah, yeah, no, they were. uh, They invited me back again, and then so they're getting all the ingredients so they can make it for me. It's crazy. Oh my god, is what they call it the menace four alarm double decker? No, no. Why can't you swing that? I know. We should start a campaign. Yeah, so if you want a taco named after Menace, you should tweet Taco Bell. <laughs> What's their uh, tweet? Twitter. Taco Bell, just Taco Bell. That would make sense. Yeah, they, and Menace they know is Menace. People. And I'm um, I'm Sex with Emily at Sex with Emily on Twitter. And um, I want to say I'm very happy for you, Menace. I think I saw Thank your you. Instagram. I liked it. Yeah, you did. I was really happy. Like I actually the second I was like yeah. right. It was like last night. It's funny because I've probably asleep. been talking about it for. Maybe Way five years on this podcast. Yeah, a lot. Like, yeah. yeah, and he's like trying to get healthy. And remember that whole time you wanted a health kick for like a week? Yeah. You were only going to like, you're going to work out or something? I was, but then I was like, no, I can't give Besides up that, talk. we went back to tacos and then he got to go. And I was really like, I was really happy yeah, for well, you. Yeah, well, the whole thing probably came I, up because of what we're probably going to talk about later. Not like this type of fetish, but it became like fetishes. And then I asked you like, oh, w- would you be into a guy that wanted like incorporated like Taco Bell into your your. It was a hamburger, actually. From, yeah, the from, from, from and McDonald's and stuff like that. That's how it all came to be. And then I told about my my love for this exactly certain taco. right. Anyways, um, so I'm really happy for you. That's thank like a you. big accomplishment. Well, I feel like you're go- really going places. Yeah, thank you. What's going on in your life? Though? Um, you know, there's been a lot going on in my life lately, and mm-hmm. doing a lot of writing, a lot of stuff. We've been doing. Um, I'm writing a new column for Glamour. Mm-hmm. Uh, so every Sunday night, there's a sex tip on Glamour. It's uh, Glamour.com under the sex thing. And I've been writing. I did a really good one last week, I have to say, because a lot of people liked it. So you know, that's how you know in this world. I thought it was good, but people could not like it. But it was homework that you should do so you get to know your own body. And that's on Glamour. And you should check that. But also, I wrote this crazy piece for Men's Fitness, 10 Signs You're Bad in Bed. And it literally, I'm looking at it now, got a million, like how many shares? Like 14,000 shares on Facebook, 2.1 likes and then thousand tweets so you guys check it out men's fitness it's also on my website check family but it's interesting it's for men 10 signs you're bad in bed you didn't know why is it so popular Mm because because i think i don't know who's sharing it men or women but it's really there's some good signs here it's great yeah yeah you should take it well if you're still bad in bed menace (laughs) well no after all the years i don't no i just want to see like you know how you wrote it out and everything and then also uh you know people might have tried to go to your facebook page oh okay that's the big news yeah okay so here's the deal i talked about this a few weeks ago and this is actually going to relate to our wonderful guests here from zivity and we're going to get to them these lovely women in a moment is that i have this facebook page which as you all know if you have a business or you you know you're breathing in this world you know that facebook is is important to not only connect with your friends but if you have a business, I use it to also connect with, you know, fans and listeners and we post content five times a day. And the page was like, you know, I've had it for five years maybe, but it's been taken off lately. We had like 5,000 likes a day for a week and it was going crazy. And, you know, it's not sexually explicit. We're not putting naked photos up, but there was a I found out. Um, what happened was I woke up one day a few, three weeks ago and it, it was a note from Facebook. I logged on. It said, your page has been unpublished. You can appeal it. And so I appealed it. I sent an appeal, like, please put it back up. I'm a doctor. I'm helping people. And I'm sure you're very calm about it. 
Oh, I, I lost that. my mind. No, it was <laughs> yeah. a good email. It was a good email. And so I just tried. I mean, I literally, I, I called, I didn't know what to do. I called friends, friends who worked at Facebook. And it turns out that there was, a, the, the day they took it down, there was a, a email from some woman who lives in Iowa. I don't know what, not even a, like a fan of the page, but said, I find this photo offensive. It was like mm. nothing. So they took it down. Then three weeks it's down. So I'm upset because this is like, for example, I did my big hustler mm. workshop a few yeah. weeks ago, which was awesome. You know, you heard me talking yeah. about it. There's like 200 people there. And a lot of people who came said, what happened to your Facebook page? That's how I know about you. Because people don't only listen to the podcast. Some people only follow me on Facebook or only follow me on Twitter. And so it was just, it was really upsetting. And so then the day we got it back up, like five days ago, the second I put it up, there were four messages from people and they had the same thing. It was like, take down, we find this very offensive. Yeah. There's like a campaign from like conservatives. I get that happen. That happens to me all the time. Where? But About like, because of the morning show that I do, I had like, uh, you know, just random people. We were, we're making fun of this guy, like basically shaming this guy who got caught having sex with the dog. And then like the dog community who didn't even hear what we were, what we did. Right. People don't like, listen to the facts. They didn't, they didn't even listen to it at all. They just said that we promoted having sex with animals in like animal cruelty, which was not. People just wanted, like know, they're looking they, for like a bull no, puppet. No, people, like that's the, th the end thing these days. People are looking to be offended. Right. You know, and they didn't even go back to listen to what we said and, you know, how right. we think no this one guy's does. a right. sicko and all this kind of stuff. But they just wanted to like shut us down in all levels and like started calling advertisers. This happens and like, all the time. And oh yeah, we get calls to the radio station saying, you know, I I don't know why I'm calling, but this is why I'm calling. Right, because someone told them to call yeah. and they don't even have the facts. And so I don't know what to do. I just now I've just been reporting these people as spammers on my, on my site. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, you know, I don't know what else to do. So, okay, so here's the action item for you people, uh, my lovely, amazing listeners that I love hearing from you all. And I read all your emails that you send to feedback at sexwithemily.com. Is that go like my page and check it out because uh, anyway, it'll help get the momentum back up because what Facebook does is now they scale, they don't release it. You know, only like 2% of the people who actually like it can see your post. I to mm -hmm. build it up again it had a crazy momentum so like that and then another thing menace which is great that you brought up on our last show was that if people like the show amazing if you just go to itunes and write yeah. a review That'd be um, great. and people did it menace after you said that oh, i noticed did? yeah and i so appreciate that and because you know we years back we yeah. started charge for the show and, and people then we were got angry. torn apart people were so mad i'm like trying to make a freaking living helping people yeah. with your sex life so i sorry i charged for it for like five minutes so we wanted people if you like it because we know we get thousands and hundreds of thousands yeah. of downloads that that we just you know that's nice so Appreciate thank it. you so thank you everyone for doing that writing it out with us and then um also what else yeah and follow me instagram and facebook and twitter which is all sex with emily because it's all good stuff and then i wanted to say to you menace i don't know anything that else you love me i love and you and i miss you you're happy that i'm here yeah that's totally. good. Okay. Well, um, let's let's talk to our guests here for a minute. Hello. No. Okay. So this is Cyan Bannister and, and Nadia Lev from Zivity. It's Zivity.com. Correct. And Zivity, tell, tell us about your site. Exactly. Because you guys were, Cyan was on the show for you, before I cut you off, before you can answer, a few years ago. And we talked about our site. It's, an, um, it's a really beautiful site, amazing photography and... You can go back and listen to that show, but tell me right now what's going on because I haven't talked to you in a few years. So sure, a lot, a lot has been going on. I we've been around. What did we determine? Like seven, eight years now. Okay, and great. When we started it, and then I was first on your show. I remember I was just starting out, and I was like, I can't screw this up. And I was on your show, and I was like, What do I say? And I was so professional, and 
I couldn't like come out and say like I have a site with beautiful tasted naked ladies. So you couldn't you know, say that. You didn't say that. No, I didn't say that. I remember it was like I want to go back and listen to it. Now, I but know. I, remember I was just like can't screw this up, can't screw this up. Oh, God, no, but, um, right, you didn't. So much has happened. You know, we've learned a lot about the business, and um, actually I'm here with uh, our general manager, who's my business partner. Hi. Hi, Nadia. I'd to actually tell the story about Zivity because um, about, what was it, like eight months ago or a year ago or so, I actually turned the company over to her, and oh. she's been running it, and she's been doing a really great job. So um, her take it from here. Okay. Okay, so... <clears throat> First, I'm going to tell a little anecdote about my history as a photographer and how that relates to Zivity. So, two seconds. I'm not trying to make this about me. I actually right. think this is oh, about no, I get it. Sure. Oh, whatever. whatever. So, like, Don't worry. I do it all the time. Um, yeah. <laughs> when, when I was younger, I had a career as a freelance photographer. And in my spare time, I loved shooting women in latex clothes with crazy hair and makeup and long nails and glamorous makeup. And... Those shoots were all for fun. Everybody was working for free. The makeup artist, the wardrobe right. stylist, and we just had a blast. And the pictures were raw and powerful and sexual. And the things that I actually got paid to do were like headshots for a teenage modeling agency right. or a portrait of a jazz band. And it just hurt my heart that the artwork that we were pouring our souls into didn't have a market because it was too weird for fashion magazines. Right. It wasn't... I don't know. Um, so... I kind of got away from photography because there was no way to make a living doing what I loved. I um, totally understand that. But Cyan has been thinking about how to solve this problem, how to give people the opportunity to make even at least a side income, making images that express their sexuality on their terms, not what Playboy wants you to be, not what Suicide Girls wants you to be. Those are all lovely platforms or publishers, but... Everybody wants you to look a certain way. You have right. to have tattoos. You have to have beautiful blonde hair. But people, there's real bodies, real people, um, real fetishes. And we wanted to create a platform where anybody could express that in a safe environment right. and be supported by their fans, find a community. That so it's for artists, it's for artists, photographers, and models. They come to your site. You can vote, yeah, and all that stuff. Because I've, I've, I'm a member of the site, mm -hmm. and so and so people can. So now there's a place for it. Yeah, and you have to join. You have to join. You pay a subscription to join, and then you see thousands of sets from all over the world made by models and photographers. And if you see one that you like, you can vote on it. So what voting does is you express your reverence and appreciation for that person's work. And you get to support them. Every vote costs a dollar, and that money goes directly to the artists. Oh, that's nice. So if I vote... The photographer or the model, or both? They both. split it? There's okay. a split. So you vote 10 times. It's like you're giving $10 over to the artists, and Zivity gets a cut to cover like okay. credit card fees and stuff, but it's mostly all about the artists. That's great. That's great. I mean, it's beautiful, beautiful artwork, and it's, it's hot and sexy. And so what are some of the popular, like... Are there, are there any like common fetishes or common things in your site that are the most popular sets that people look at or look for? Or is it really across the board? I think it's across the board and it's so diverse. But recently, Nerve did a piece on one of our top models. She's our fourth top model. Her name's English Babs, and she's 55 years old, has five children, and she's incredibly popular on the site. And one of the reasons why is that people love her grace and maturity and how proud and comfortable she is in her body and her skin. And she's such an inspiration to everybody on the site that, you know, I look up to her because I'm like, wow, if a woman can do that and like 
rock that body and right. be proud of herself. Exactly. Like, I can grow into, you know, into an older woman and be proud of myself and right. love myself too. And so she's like such an inspiration. Exactly. And we were so pleased that like nerves. And it helps women with self esteem. I mean, the thing is because so many women, you're right, they look at these sites and they think they should look a certain way. And your site has all different body types and all different representations of women and and and, and I think it also can inspire women to feel yeah, confident. I think we in have a little bit of something for everyone. I think if you come to Zivity, you're gonna find a photograph that you like no matter what you're into. Right. So there's a lot of like strong fantasy themes on your site. So are there any um fantasies in that there that like portrays anything from your own lives oh gosh yeah totally <laughs> like what um I really like well I would like to get more into cosplay and so we have a lot of people you know comic-con's right around the corner, right so right Menace this is going. very yeah. uh, appropriate but uh I fantasize about being in cosplay and so I get very inspired when I see some of the models on our site who are like showing up as Wonder Woman or right. like various different even obscure characters that I don't even know so right. I have to go search for them and try to figure out what it is that they're they're portraying and so um i think the fact that the women are able to think about whatever it is in their fantasy world that they want to be and become that whether it be game of thrones whether it be you know some character is there anyone that gets the hamburglar by chance no but we could we could <laughs> we host could a hamburger happen. prize well, and, see, and we, we could actually get sets with hamburger <laughs> we should talk outfit. about prizes well that's yeah. that's my uh, the backstory he wants on me her. to dress no. up oh, see no. this is what i asked her because she's not really a fast food type <laughs> i said I said, if your dream guy who was like perfect in every single way, the guy that you finally want to marry because she does never wants to get married, said, I love you. There's just this one thing that I want. I want you to dress up as the Hamburglar while we have sex. I asked her, would you do it? And she said no. No, The first time, I was like, I'm I, saying I the, think it'd be hot. I'm like, the perfect the guy the like every, in every single way. She's mm-hmm. like, no. Why? Because it doesn't make me feel sexy. See, it's always about her. No. Anyway, that's our hamburger <laughs> thing. No, that's not true. But I love dressing up. But if I dress up, I would hope that it would be a mutually exclusive, enjoyable experience for both of us. Not that I wouldn't do stuff for a guy. If he's like, oh, I want you to whatever. But not that friggin' hamburger. That's the least sexy thing I've ever heard. I'm like, just give me a french fries and a Big Mac. And it's not going to. In regards Fuck, to we're gonna eat, yeah. In regards to the hamburger, um, on Zivity we have another feature called prizes, which is a creative prompt for the community. So you say, let's say Menace wants the hottest Taco Bell theme set ever. He can go on the site and put up two hundred dollars or whatever prize he feels is reasonable, and say. I love Taco Bell. I want tacos on your boobs. I want like I want you to go a bed of tacos. Yeah, yeah. totally. And whoever comes up with the best set on this theme gets this prize money. And then people submit their creative take on the Taco Bell. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, glamour. See, you photo could shoot. do that. So, are yeah. there any common themes on the site that you think just keep coming? Your top three fantasies or fetishes mm. that come up? Good question. Yeah, you, gosh, it's it's. I'm always surprised at what I see because we don't create the content. It's all user submitted. And so every time I log in yeah, every day, there's some something themes, new. Right. And there's, um, you know, I think the only consistent theme is beautiful photography of wonderful women and right. what they want to do with themselves and how they want to express themselves. And um, it, it, it's so varied. People seem, the perennial themes that I see are tattoos. People love, like, show me your ink. Right. And people love nature. People love girls running through the fields or by the stream, which I think is quite charming. That is pretty. Yeah, that's nice. And then there's also, like. nature. Women uh, in the snow. Yeah. Cold. And then there's also, like, more political prizes. Like, um, I'm upset about NSA wiretapping. 
I'm upset about the Snowden revelations and the fact that we get spied on. Create a set that captures that feeling of being intruded upon or spied upon right. and surveillance. And So there's like women standing there like, what, like about representing that theme, like they're being spied on or they're... Yeah, like there's like creeper surveillance camera photos right where, like god there's everything it's interesting yeah that's really cool so then and then the community it's a community that you've built and then they're yes. all they all know each other's i mean online and well, they're chatting people, people have made like best friends on our site there's people have been married you know any community has this and so that's one of the things that's really special is you find out about these long lasting friendships that mm. get built that's really cool i like that so um let's talk about the free the nipple campaign yeah, okay, so, so let's give some background if people don't know. Yeah, sure. So um, I met this wonderful woman named Lena Esco who made a film called Free the Nipple. And uh, she gave me basically the rough cut of it to watch. And she put up a, it's not Kickstarter, they use some other platform, some crowd raising, um, crowdfunding platform mm-hmm. for it. And they raised not enough money. I was, I was actually really surprised that she didn't raise a ton of money and that people weren't really super motivated to back this project because the project was about you know, being able to expose our breasts in public um, in places like New York or right. places where they're arresting women for being nude. And it's a fictional film, but it covers a very real issue about female breasts and sort of society's relationship with the female nipple and how it's unfair that men can be topless pretty much everywhere. Right. And like you could take your shirt off right now, Menace, and just. Oh, like you don't want right me to do that. She never has. I'm surprised. Yeah. <laughs> you could. But. And, but if I walk outside, I guarantee you I will be stopped, I will be harassed, you know, people mm-hmm. will treat me very differently. And so the movie, uh, you know, it's activism is a form of art, and they made it. And so what happened was it slowly started to take off where we hosted a prize for Free the Nipple. We had a lot of our artists doing it, and then we started seeing more and more people on Instagram popping up. And then all of a sudden celebrities started attaching to it, which is really fantastic. So, like, um, Miley Cyrus was one person. She posted an Instagram photo of herself holding a nipple. And, you know, she's like, there's no reason why this should be shameful. Right. And then, you know, Rumor Willis started walking around naked, like topless in New right. York City. And um, before we knew it, like Facebook actually started to unban photos of women breastfeeding with babies. So while that's not perfect, right. it's like a step in the right direction Definitely. of where we need to be. And I don't understand what the big fear is over seeing like a female nipple. Like, I know, especially if you go to Europe, melt. there's like nipples everywhere. You're like, where's your nipple? Why aren't you showing your nipple? Are your it's, eyes going to explode? Like what's right. going to happen? I don't really understand. Now, no. now I'm on your side 100%. Like I do believe that it's a double standard and you should be able to do whatever whatever you want. But when it comes to when it comes to online and Facebook, like we we don't own Facebook, so they can make whatever rules that oh, they absolutely. want, you know? So, like, the same thing happened with Rihanna. So Rihanna was posting um, uh, topless photos on Instagram, right? Those photos were hot. Yeah, and they were taken down. And but Did they cancel but, her account? They just took them down, right? Hmm? Instagram just took them down, they, or they told they her to take them down? They took them down. I think they, like, closed her account for a second. I don't know all the right. details. I'm just curious. But... Uh, you know, they just they just don't allow it. And that's that's up to them. That's like, you know, if you if you don't agree with their rules, then just don't use their platform, you know? And then so she went to Twitter, which does allow it. And Twitter's just like and the just, last frontier. Yeah. I know, but like for <laughs> now, like right? who knows? And it be- said, Oh, there and you know, Tumblr and stuff like that. Um but so, it just use right a different platform that that agrees with your with your uh, your thoughts. Well, why on they have the, the right subject. to do it? It doesn't make it. I still think it's wrong. 
I, I mean, yeah. as, a, as a private entity, obviously, right. you know, you can do mm-hmm. whatever you like. And I don't believe that there should be a law that forces Facebook or any of these companies to allow nudity. But mm-hmm. I think from a just sort of thinking about society and their impact on society and what this is causing, it's causing people, women, to be treated as second-class citizens when it comes to nudity and our bodies and our agency over ourselves. And it mm-hmm. actually permeates all the way through to right. like how we treat prostitution, the, the media and the MPAA and how they give ratings to films. And it all starts with just whether or not we can handle the image of a breast. Mm-hmm. And I would right. much rather see, you know, I'm not saying that even pictures of violence should be banned. Yeah. I, we should still see violence. I actually think we should see that too. But I think we see so many, like I go through Facebook and my feed and I'm seeing like dismembered kids in Gaza. Right. And it's mm-hmm. killing me. And yet you can't see a beautiful picture of a loving couple you know, in an embrace to remind you that there's still some love in exactly. this world. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a double standard. Like, it's so puritanical, totally, but yeah, we spend more I money totally, in this country on porn and everything else. Like, we're, we're yeah. so repressed, but yet it's everywhere, but we still are the only country left that's, like, cracking down on all this stuff. When you go to, like, France or Europe, anywhere, like, you see nipples in all the, in all the advertisements, photography. It's, it's just it's messed up. Yeah, happening. no, and I, again, I totally agree with you. It's just, that's how I feel on the whole, the online, because I know it's a battle between on Facebook and Instagram to be able to share these photos. Well, um, I've heard this argument before. If you Mm -hmm. don't like the social network, go to this other social network. But Mm -hmm. I think when a site reaches the enormous network effect that Facebook has, Mm -hmm. you pay pay a toll. There's a cost. Uh, My friend Lori Penny, who's an excellent journalist, wrote about this when Facebook did their happiness experiment. Mm-hmm. Um, where they turned on more sad content for mm-hmm. some people and happy content for others mm-hmm. and basically used a bunch of people as guinea pigs uh, to determine so whether up. or not the mm-hmm. information right. you get changes your mood and people were upset. So everyone was like, you don't like it, don't use Facebook. And Lori wrote, the cost to that is like, you miss out your cousin's cry for help at three in the morning right? or your relatives who are too old to use any other platform. Like you get us attached to it and they're like changing the formula. Well, yeah. not only that, but there's no alternative. And right. we're, we're silencing people. And, right. you know, while I can't force Facebook to do this, the only thing that, that you can do about speech is more speech. And I think people mm-hmm. need to stand up. And they're going to have to eventually listen to their consumers. You know, because mm-hmm. if they actually do fear that we're all going to leave, I mean, I guess we could have a mass exodus, and that would make mm-hmm. them fearful. But, you know, if there's only a few million people who do it, it's a drop in the bucket hey, for, right. for them. Look, it happened in MySpace. It can happen to... Maybe. It can happen But MySpace was replaced by Facebook, right? Pretty much. Yeah, and then Facebook can be replaced Let's by replace somebody else. Like, Zivity. If you, uh, yes. I mean, yeah. if you actually, yeah. I mean, you you guys probably have fan pages and stuff like that. Uh, which, I've, it, which I've had threatened to be I'm taken sure. down. Yeah, many, many times. times. Yeah. But you probably know, like, how many people you're actually reaching on your page these days. You know, it's not really that much. Mm-hmm. So, what do you mean? Oh, because they, they hold back? They hold back. Like, you only... Uh, well, last they talked about, you only reach 10% of your audience. Yeah, they don't even there. show everyone And then feed. they, I think they're about to throttle it down to about 3%. Because they want you to pay and buy ads. Yeah. And then the, you and the just, ads aren't you that find, effective either. We yeah. run them and they don't work. So you just find, you have, you just yeah, find other ways. Ads. And I have to find other ways to, you know, get referral traffic to my website. And it's just going to, you know, it's going to happen. Well, we hear Instagram still effective. We heard that from another artist who told us yeah. that you know, her sales are up and her business is booming because of Instagram. So mm-hmm. I still feel like even though Instagram is cracking down on like, you know, racy images as well, mm-hmm. because they're now owned by Facebook, but you can still run a business on it and get referral traffic yeah. on it and without ad promotion, at least right yeah. now. Right. So 
You hear what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm on your side. We are all on your side. And your site really is beautiful. Yeah. Everyone should check it out. I mean, the site, the, the, the photography. And we're also going to potentially do some kind of joint. Like my site, I do blogs every day. We talked about this, but using some of your imagery because it's really beautiful on our site as well because we write a lot about sex relationships. It might be nice. I, I love People I love might it. be into your photos on our website yeah, is what totally. she's trying to say. And then <laughs> we promote so. and yeah. do a whole thing together. Yeah, because we, uh, you guys are in your still in San Francisco. Yeah. where we met. So and I uh, I was just looking today. I saw somebody saying that it's like a like a national holiday for I think like BDS, BDSM. BDSM. I yeah. should know this. Don't oh, tell really? me this on the yeah. show. It's today's BDSM day, and I don't know yeah. this. Huh. How is this possible? My friend just posted <laughs> a lovely photo of her. Do you guys have a lot of that on your site on your site as well? It's it's more fun. We have it. Yeah. yeah, it's hot. It's international. Come on, guys. No, no I'm like, just saying on her site, it's like role playing bonded. It's like. Yeah, I mean, right. I get it. I mean, it's, I, it's, it's, it's one time I, I came out to my parents on National Coming Out Day, and I had no idea it was a national holiday. Oh no, no way! Ways. But I was like, hey, sweet. You, you came out to them it. as as <laughs> Bi- bisexual. Bisexual. No. Oh really? On that day, and you didn't even know it. I don't know, but there's all these new holidays. Like I know, it's mm. like anal sex month in August. Did you know? Coming Whoa. up in ten days. Who knew? Anal know. sex How month. Was that, a big though, month for menace. Coming, coming out to your parents as uh, yeah. bisexual because I always talk talk to my uh, friends that come out as just tell me that's just gay but bisexual they might say oh you know so it's pretty funny uh when i was a teen the first time i asked my dad dad what's a lesbian he was like honey it's a very sick person the type (laughs) of person i hope you will never meet Uh and then a few years later i was like mom would you love me if i was gay at that point i'd figured out that i was Mm -hmm. bi and she was like of course i'd love you honey you're like Mm -hmm. you can't help it and i was like what about if i was bi and she was like no (laughs) <laughs> right, what? lesbians fun, bisexual is confusing. And right. she was like, "Yeah, because you have the choice to live a normal life, and you'd be throwing that away." But you know, but years later, uh, they just became so much more accepting that it was like, "Oh, cool, we're so glad right. that you have a girlfriend, sweetie. We're so happy for That's you." That's good. They're just happy that you have I've someone. Trained them well. Exactly. Yeah. So you have a girlfriend, and you see men as well. So you're in a like a polyamorous. Yeah. Is that well, whatever you want to call it. I don't know, everyone calls it something differently. Open much. relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how's that for a long time? So your whole life you've been that way? No, it happened when I moved to San Francisco. Oh, always. That's when it happens. disease you catch when you move. <laughs> yeah. Everyone thinks I'm weird here. I'm like, not that I'm in a, I don't know what I'm in. I'm in a bunch of different kind yeah. of things. But um, yeah, San Francisco's the place to do it, right? Everyone's it really like, cool. Is. It's cool. There in More Santa Cruz, California. Yeah. yeah. That's why I think <laughs> SF was a perfect city for cyan to launch Zivity in because it was just so open-minded. I think it is. It was a very progressive it city. Was a great, it was a great city. Even here, it, LA is a little, you know, different. It, it's, it's open-minded, but it's, it's more like, most, can we get, can we, can we make money on this? Can we sell it? Can we I make it? I think San Francisco is the most open, closed-minded city in America. Why oh, closed? Really? I was just there the other day. Well, the only thing is like, yes, they're very open-minded to, I would say, like a sh- other thing that people would find extreme, you know, uh, but the only problem that that sucks about San Francisco is like if people don't see your way, then they're gonna. They're gonna like very divisive. People have a bad you know? attitude. I know. Yeah, that's what kind of sucks. It's like, well, f you then if you don't, you know. Right. If you're not into shitting in bags on the street or something like that. I don't know. I got it. I was <laughs> really, like, really? I haven't been back because I lived there for 20 years and I, I had to go back yeah. for a meeting just on Monday. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I got there, it was gloomy, it was raining, and I love, I mean, San Francisco is like, I feel like I'm still like always be a San Francisco skin, but I had to move here for work. But I, I kind of felt like the city had changed, and I felt like I ran into, it was like running into an ex-boyfriend who got kind of like fat, 
and and not as cute anymore. And I had this relief that we broke up. That's how I felt about San Francisco. But okay. I love it in my heart. I know it sounds bad, but you know when you're into an ex, you're like, oh, good, he's not that cute anymore. I don't want to sleep with him. I was like, oh, I don't really want to sleep with him anymore. So I felt okay with it. But I, then, I, but then, so that's how I felt about San Francisco. Like it had changed a lot, and it was like well, a lot it of was it crowded also... and rainy, and, and and I forget how cold it is and how nice it is there. But that's like the superficial part. I miss my friends and my life there, but I felt like. This was just a good change. Just I just think change is always good, and I was there for like most of my life. So. And then also the big dot coms have like really come in again in the past like right. two Everyone's and a half years. Right, It's changed and, since I left. Right. You know, it took me an hour to find parking space, <laughs> uh, like by my house well, when it didn't three years ago. There's an app that will sell you parking space. I, oh, I know, I know. I so shady. I really just before I moved there, I w- I had two parking spaces, one by one of my office offices and one by my house. Together was seven hundred dollars a month just for parking. That's yeah. how insane it is to live in San Francisco. It's, city. it's not. It's can't, not worth it right it. now. Like if you make one hundred eighty thousand a year or something like that, you're like mid level. Yeah. In San yeah. Francisco, it's I know. crazy. It is crazy. And then but under that, you're like considered poor. I know. It's crazy. But do you feel rich here? Oh my god! Like for what I get, I know you here, live in a place. Here yeah. is five like times as big. I have two parking spaces that I don't have to pay extra money for, and guest parking. It's crazy. I know it's crazy, and it's like 80, it's 90, more, 96 degrees. More relaxing, today, but, but yeah. I do miss uh, you know being around the city and stuff. No, like I miss that. all my people. And then yeah. I left and I cried on the airplane because I saw my friend and I missed her. So like I went in going, oh, I'm Did so glad. You guys glad. make out? You should have. No, she's not like that. Okay. No, but I would have told you about it. Um, okay, so everyone can find you guys Zivity, Z-I-V-I-T-Y.com. That's right. And they can check it out. You can And you can see some of the photos for free, some of the photo sets and stuff. So what are you yeah. hoping, like what's your goals for the site like in the coming years? Like what do you hope people like go there and check it out just to, what is it? What would you like them to do? Well, um, quickly in regards to seeing pictures on Zivity for free, if you go to zivity.com slash gallery, yeah, yeah, zivity.com slash gallery, we have a hundred free images. We don't publicize this. This is like a special thing for Sex with Emily viewers. Oh, awesome. Um, But in the coming year, I mean, we're looking at what a lot of companies like Kickstarter and Patreon are doing, ways that people are continuing to support their favorite artists online. And we want to build more tools like that into our site, more ways for people to Support their favorite artists. I can't talk about it because some of it is under wraps. But okay. We're moving forward. Like, okay. We just brought on a new developer. Super exciting. That's great. That's ex- that, that's very exciting. Okay. Well, I think it's great. And everyone check it out. And I think it helps people too with like body image and, and body positivity. So is it more men and women that come to your site or it's all, would you say it's everyone? Well, I'm we're probably predominantly male, but um, given, you know, the subject matter, you know, men love pictures of women but right. we have but women, women too. love pictures yeah. of women right we totally. have women too. so I, one of the now. things that i often hear like women will stop me and say i really love your site because i found a woman who looks like me and the way she did her makeup and the way she wore that lingerie like i wouldn't have thought of that and so now i'm inspired to go down to x y or z store and buy right. these things no and i was just like looking that. at your site and i got this new i went to, i got went to agent provocateur and got some beautiful things and i was thinking of doing some photography well it's a long story, but I was taking pictures. I was wearing it, and a friend of mine was taking pictures, and I was like, "I don't know how to pose." Like, I didn't know how to pose in it, and how to, you know, it was all. I had this whole thing, and I'm like getting some ideas about. We're how actually to- starting to develop artist guides for our models and photographers, like how to pose, how to shoot indoors. Yeah, everyone needs those tips. Cause I'm like, oh, I gotta touch this up. You should totally go to Comic-Con and dress up as like a Super Mario Brother or yeah? something like that. Yeah, I want to go. I do. It's in San Diego. <laughs> Hamburglar. Yeah, it's I in know. San Diego. It's tomorrow. Yes, it's tomorrow. I can't. I'd like to. <laughs> You're going to miss out. I know. 
Okay. Well, um, we're gonna get if you guys are welcome to say we gotta we're gonna move into a little bit of 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 emails and stuff. Okay. But yeah. So feel free to chime in if you have feel any free to feed- chime in. Yeah. Seriously. Okay. Um. Okay. But first, I have a word from our sponsor. All right. Okay. So as you know. I friggin' love doing the show for all of you for free and thanks for supporting our sponsors. So Fleshlight is the number one sex toy for men. So wouldn't it be amazing if you could actually feel the pleasure of having sex anytime, even if you didn't have a partner. The Fleshlight is the most popular sex toy for men. It actually simulates the sensations of having sex and it was engineered to look and feel like the real deal. And some people say it's better than sex. I mean, I don't know what kind of sex they're having, but it actually feels that way that you're alone in this relationship or if you just want to improve your stamina, they have like the Fleshlight Stamina Training Unit, it helps you last longer in bed, become a better lover. And you also experience some of those mind-blowing orgasms of your life. So I've heard. And um, also if you ever fantasize about having sex with your favorite star, They've got her vagina that's been molded, and you can have sex with it, too. Uh, Caden Cross, Tara Patrick, all that stuff. So check it out. Uh, you've heard me talk about Fleshlight, and I'm telling you, I, I don't think that you're going to get a Fleshlight and hate it. I've just never heard a negative thing from anyone who's got it. So you might as well spice it up. Women, God knows we've got a gazillion sex toys out there. This is the one for you. Sexwithemily.com slash Fleshlight. That's sexwithemily.com slash Fleshlight. Speaking of toys... Another reason you're able to listen to us for free is because the incredible people at goodvibes.com. You guys know Good Vibes San Francisco. Woo! Woo. Do you love them? Did you guys get your first vibrator there? Oh, absolutely. I Did love you, that place. right? Yes, I tried to explain to people how it's like it's an experience when you go into the store, but then their online site is amazing too because they only carry the most sex positive toys, all the best brands. Vibratex, I'm obsessed with the new rabbit habit. Um, they have the Dahlia. When you use coupon code EMILYGV20, you get 20% off. You can get the most orgasmic vibrator of all time, the magic wand. So go to sexwithemily.com, click on the Good Vibrations banner, and you can see my favorite toys. I've got a shop set up there, and you know I've tried them all. So the only things in there are things that I love and recommend. You can get lubes and bondage equipment, whatever you want. So use coupon code GVEMILY20, and uh, just go to sexwithemily.com, click on the Good Vibes banner. Sweet. Sweet. I can't believe I didn't even mention this when we were talking about dressing up. So I had actually a weird day today. Already? Okay, yeah. what happened? So, you know, I was doing research. I do a morning show uh, with a group of people. It's called The Woody Show uh, on Alt 98.7 here in Los Angeles every morning. And so I researched a lot of news, and I saw a news uh, article about somebody doing a parody porn of Weird Al Yankovic, right? Okay. And then so they, they dressed up as Weird Al. He used to have a TV show called UHF. And they made the porn around UHF. Here, like, here's what the photo looks like. You should oh put my a link. God! We'll put, put a, a link. You we'll put a link it. up on there. Oh my God! It's okay. hilarious, right? Yeah. So I'm reading that, and then I'm sitting at, you know, I'm sitting at work, and I'm just typing and working on stuff. Guess who turns around the corner? Weird Al. Weird Al. Shut up! No. What'd you Swear do? To God. Did you Did you go? Did, well, I, I sorry, I didn't mention the porn because today. He actually had the number one album in America wow. from his like latest album. So, uh, but you I said hi. Yeah, I said hi, and I congratulated him. I took a picture. It's on my Instagram. Oh, awesome! Menace on Instagram, if you want to see it. But it was it was so funny just to like, oh, I'm reading that about like really, how there's this. Did you porn tell him that you were? Well, you didn't tell me you were reading the porn thing. But did you say, yeah. oh, I was just. I was just you know. like, oh no, because I I just heard that he went number one, right. and then so I just was. That's cool. Him Must have been. Like I can't that. believe he's still. It's still relevant, relevant. because uh, I mentioned. Weird Al to Emily, and she's like, 
oh, is that the guy from like the 80s? I meant, I'm like, yeah. yes, he has still stayed relevant. Emily does I not, have not watch television. She doesn't watch, watch television or keep up on pop culture at all. So Nothing. it's not hard to believe that she didn't know that Weird Al was still around. No, but I'm surprised. If you want to see Weird Al porn, you should link it on sexwithemily.com. Okay. I'm Got telling that? you, people would love that. We'll do on, that, Lauren. On your Facebook page. We're really it porn. We're all over <laughs> that stuff. It's like uh, the avclub.com did an article on it. It's hilarious. Okay. Thanks, Menace. Thanks for bringing me all the important news of the of day. Of course. I, I appreciate it. Weird Al porn. I'm trying to think who I met. I feel like, oh, I can't remember. Okay. So anyway, email subjects. We have, um, let's get into them. So as you know, I love hearing from you. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. I do read and try to answer all your emails and I keep them coming. Dear Emily, I've been listening for six months now and love your podcast. I just listened to Communication is Lubrication and Intern Sex Toy Review, and I wanted to let you know that I especially love the shows where your interns participate. It seems so easy to identify with them. I can identify with the perspectives and experiences and still learn a lot. I find these shows extra special, wanted to encourage you to doing this more often. The discussion between the three of you feels like a coffee shop chat among girlfriends. It's a great addition to your show. I love episodes you have experts and, of course, menace as well. But these regular girls are easy to identify it just adds on your show congratulations to them as well as having the courage at that age to step up to the microphone with you and open up great job to you all keep it going um it doesn't say her name i'm sure they're you. i'm sure they're so good because like your interns are probably all they do is hook up on on tinder all day don't they, they i don't know what they know she's got a boyfriend but they've been we've been doing some great shows <laughs> with them because as you know we've always yeah. done intern sex story review and mm-hmm. so you can't always be here and so we just sat we've done a few shows we just did another one which hasn't uh-huh. been released yet and we did one a few weeks ago and people really have liked these shows a lot because it's like we're sitting around talking about like so how was your first orgasm with a, this vibrator or that because <laughs> good vibes is our sponsor yeah. and they get to pick out whatever they want on our site it's fun being a sex on intern they always go home with goodie bags every day. And um, yeah, she came and talked about it. And you know, it's it's interesting because there's an age, you know, in their early 20s, talking about oral sex. Um, I always feel like guys, there, did you guys feel like men like knew how to perform oral sex in their early 20s or even later? That men knew how to? Men. Uh, no. <laughs> right. One of my interns like had to go to the hospital because some guy like hurt her so bad with his tongue. And Jesus. I just feel like, Jesus, these are the guys that have to listen to the goddamn show. But it's just interesting hearing her in, in her experiences about bringing toys into the bedroom and all that stuff. So for the first time, because I give them to, I don't make them do it. I don't say, hey, you got to bring this. But so anyway, well, thank you for your email, sweetie. Um, okay, Kegel Camp. Hey, Emily, I love your show and I love the Kegel Camp app. I use it every day on my way home from work. I need your advice concerning the clitoris. My boyfriend is very good at finding my clitoris with his tongue and hands, but whenever he's touching it, the pressure is too much and it hurts. I've told him to be gentle, slow down, etc., but it seems like no matter what we try, it's always too rough for me to have an orgasm. I'm able to get myself off while masturbating, but I can't get off with his hands or mouth. The sex is great. We are able to communicate with each other. He's given me plenty of G-spot orgasms, but I still am not able to get me off this way. Any tips so I can give my man, get my man from touching my clitoris so that it doesn't hurt? You're the best. Much love from Austin, Texas, Caitlin. Okay, Caitlin, she loves my. Okay, so I have an app called Kegel Camp. It's for men and for women. Mm-hmm. You can get it in the iTunes store. Let's just cover that first. So you guys know Kegel exercises. I okay. talked about it on the radio for you and told I love people you. to download it. You did? Yeah. When? Uh, just Sweet. the other, we started talking about Kegels and I was like, oh yeah, my, my friend has an app. Yeah. Download it. It's Kegel true. Camp. And I got to tell you, yeah. there's a big thing in the New York Times last week. People think it's for women, but for men too. There was a big thing mm-hmm. about men's like prostate health and all that, that everyone should be doing their Kegels. No one remembers. Doctor t- tells you to do it and it reminds you every day. Kegel camp. Anyway, clitoris. So she finds it with his tongue, hands. 
the pressure's too much. You've got to tell them, but it seems like no matter what we try, I think you got to try some mutual masturbation. Um, Caitlin, I think that you should have him watch you and you should watch him. And maybe he just watches you because it sounds like this you're the one having issues and you can show him exactly what it is that you do. And then he can mimic those movements because maybe just by telling him to slow down and move his hands is like maybe he's getting nervous to get directions. Sometimes getting directions in the moment for men can be really intimidating. And they just feel like they're messing up. So I would just say, like, hey, babe, watch me do it. And first of all, what a lot of women don't realize, which I've learned lately, uh, always, is that they don't they don't think that it's hot for their partner to watch them, but they're with a woman or man, to, to masturbate. And it's really a, can be the most erotic, sexual, hot thing. Women are like, oh, my orgasm. Just do it. It's, it's a really sexy thing. It's intimacy. It's bringing you guys closer together. Um, but also, a lot of women are really, really sensitive their clitoris is just sensitive and women just don't necessarily like to be touched there as much, but it sounds like that's what you do want and you're already having G-spot orgasms. So I would just then focus on your clitoris show because if you can do it, he can do it. He can learn it. I'm sure he's a smart guy. And so I'm trying to think what else you said. You told him to be gentle, slow down, but you need to show him. It looks like you just need to show him if the, if the actual verbal cues are not. Any, any suggestions? They're probably off, yes. What? No, the verbal cues. Yeah, it's kind of hard. I just like take his hand and show him or have him watch you. Yeah, I mean, I used to work as a teacher, and one of the first things we learned is that different people are different types of learners. Visual learners, kinetic learners. Maybe he's a kinetic learner and needs to do it exactly. That's how I am. I'm a kinetic learner, too. I am. I I need to feel things, do it in the moment, touch it, experience it. So I've given this, this advice to someone before who had this issue as well and I know this may sound strange but I told them to put their hand on a piece of fruit that has very thin skin on it um, like a peach and rub it (laughs) and you know be gentle enough that you don't tear the skin off the peach a white peach yeah Yeah. you're not supposed to do that no, no peach is um, that's yeah. great example you know, right and, and for whatever reason that like mental image and the thought of that they don't even have to go touch the peach it's just thinking about like pressure and like the fact that rubbing could actually cause that friction and create that problem um seemed to fix it for the person I was that's helping. great that's really good advice um menace how have you dealt with um painful clitorises oh painful clitorises menace talk about it I usually stuff. run cool. the other way well, my clitoris Jesus. is he doesn't even know what a clitoris is. So I'm not even, I don't know why I'm talking to you about this in this moment. But uh, that's cool. Okay, so uh, let me go to the next email here. All right, so clitoris, it's a big thing. Okay, come digest. This is called come digest. God knows where we're going here. Hi, Emily. I haven't been sexually active for long. I've engaged in foreplay with previous boyfriends, but didn't want to fully have sex until I felt I was with the right person. I'm with a new guy now who never pressured me and told me he loved me either way. And after eight months, we finally had sex and it was wonderful. My only hindrance so far in the bedroom comes down to blowjobs. I've gotten a lot better at them lately, but I just can't seem to get myself to let him come in my mouth. I know how immature that must sound, but it nauseates me just to think about it. I don't have a problem performing the blowjob. I can tolerate the pre-cum. It's just the actual cum that grosses me out. Are there any tips you have or methods you know to help me face the cum digest head on? I really want, no pun intended, I really want to help be able to give him the full pleasurable experience because he's the best boyfriend imaginable and I just want to do this for him, especially since blowjobs are his favorite. Thanks, Lauren. Mm. Mm. Okay, Lauren. I would say tequila. Right? What? Tequila? No. So she's so drunk and can't take it and then she throws up all over. No, I mean, like some, I don't know, is some girls do it and some don't. Like why? 
I don't I mean, know. Is it really a big upset? deal? I don't know. I mean, honestly, I I've always, I, I've look, always swallowed because I just didn't know you shouldn't. Like, I, I, I was taught like you have to swallow. Like, I was like, okay. I mean, like, I if never you thought, really like, love me, you would. But right. No, I'm just no but I just thought. But like, I'm, guys, but a lot of women don't guys like are it. so simple and stupid. Like, they don't care either way. You know, Some they guys don't. Do. Clearly, her boyfriend. Okay, Lauren. Here's my question they for don't. you. Do you, is he telling you, honey, your blowjobs would be, I give him a 10, but they're only a nine because you're not swallowing? Or are you creating this barrier in your head that you're doing something wrong? Because women are such, a lot of women and men can be such pleasers, but we're such peelers. So I'm wondering, you're probably giving him a killer blowjob. If you don't swallow, that's fine. Um, you could, if you want to try, I mean, you Did, might have had a bad experience once and maybe, I think a lot of people have bad sexual experiences like one time in their life and they just swear things off forever. Like maybe some guy had really bad calm or it went up her nose. Or it's who knows like a what. shot. Just do it real yeah, quick. Like you know, I'm really bad but, at shots though, but I can swallow calm, thing, but I can't do shots. But also another thing is as she's like pulling away, she might be slowing down and messing up, messing up the process. This is what she's do. Use your hand mm-hmm. when he's about to ejaculate. Just give him a great hand job with lots of lube or make sure it's already lubricated and just let him finish that way if you don't want to swallow. But also um, my website gives great tips on hand jobs because we um, actually had a, and blow jobs, but we had a great a hand job debate going on for oh, many years for on the show. Years, yeah. Also, you could try mask. This is a product we used to always talk about mm-hmm. um, mask, M-A-S-Q-E sexual flavors. It's, um, it's a strip. It's like those Listerine strips that you put on your tongue. It masks the taste of semen and you can get them. I think you can still get them at good vibes and it literally like, like the blowjob will taste like cherries or what is it? Watermelon, strawberry, mm. orange. Something. Aren't they based out of Santa Cruz, California? Mask? I think so. No. They're no, not? They're not. No, but they sell it at good vibes. They're little strips. Okay. But also, you know, you could also position the penis towards the back of your mouth when he's about to ejaculate and you might not taste mm. it as much. As much. Um, but I would also check back in, Lauren, with your guy because I don't know. I mean, I don't. Do guys, I can't imagine you, any guy think? that really actually gets upset by that i mean you're younger i don't know how old she is i don't know i think, I think most changed. guys are surprised when it happens when they like, do swallow when they do yeah they're just like, like wow, okay, so most happened. women don't yeah i really like it's so really? funny this is my very first podcast most so like women don't? two thousand podcasts ago i remember it was my friend ed was on the show and he was like we're talking about blowjobs he's like i just feel like if a woman swallows like i don't want her to do it right away because i i feel like it's such an intimate thing and i was like I just, I learned. The that guy's that's, totally trying to sleep with you. No, he wasn't. That. He was my good friend. You remember Ed? He wasn't trying to sleep with me. But I was like, I didn't even, he's like, you're such a, like, such an ace, the Jewish, like, good Jewish girl, like that. Like, that's what you learn. He's like, swallow. He's like, you're such a, like, people please. I'm like, no, I just, I don't know. Like, I didn't know you couldn't. I'm like, you just swallow, I'm thinking, take one for the team. I'm thinking in close your eyes. Uh, 2014 that most girls do swallow. Um, I, I would say out of my sexual experiences, maybe like 20% don't. It's like eighty percent do. Out of the three women you've been with, yeah, out of the three. Um, what do you guys? So you don't, you don't, you decide every other time. Like, I you do. like it, you don't, you do. See, you don't never. I just, I mean, actually, just, okay. I'm not super excited about blowjobs. Right, That's I got it. So people many people just... aren't. Like, so many women just don't love. I did a workshop mm. on this last week. It was part of it. it. Was like how to learn to love it. Is what it, I wrote an mm. article for. Um, who did I write that article for? Lauren, how to learn to love a blowjob. Was that Glamour too? I think so. You know, one of those websites. One of those websites. But the thing, the thing is also, like, we get emails all the time. We're like, oh, she's not really into blowjobs. I just don't think she ever will be. Right. You know? So if she's really against it and she doesn't want to do it and you force her, like, really, like, talk yeah. her into it, it's not 
no pun intended, it's going to suck anyway. Right. It's not going to be a good You don't want to force anyone to do you know? it. No, that is very true. You don't want to force anyone to do it. But I'm just, so, again, going back to women not liking mm-hmm. things because maybe they had a bad but, experience. But if you just don't like the penis, you don't like to, just don't yeah, do it. Yeah, but if know? they're open to it and they want to do better, then yes, they should take your workshops. But if they're not into it, just let it go. Same thing with anal sex. Like, you're not going to talk them into it. Is it is anal sex month coming up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, but you're not going to, but no. But If but, you, like, pressure them. Like trying to wear them down to get them to do it, they're not gonna do it. Maybe one day they'll just like, they'll bring it up. Just find, just bring them around their friends that do anal sex, and then they'll say and how amazing friends, it is, and then they'll talk them into it. I don't because know, into it, it a guy is never I, gonna be able to do it. But the thing is, well, I was talking to Mike Catherwood. It's so funny, you know, Mike Catherwood. So I, I host mm-hmm. Love Line on Thursday nights uh, with Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood. And so the other night I was there, and I was actually just doing my podcast there without you. Sorry, it was sad. But we had a comedian. It's a funny. We just posted Adam Ray. He's a comedian from um, a bunch of different things. You should check out the podcast. But after I was leaving, Drew and Mike were coming and doing their podcast, and Mike just walks in and says the most. He's like, "Emily's ass is open for business." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" That's how he greeted me. And so then he said, like, "Come on, do our show." So I went into their show. And we were talking about. It. I said, "I think that the same thing I was just saying earlier about blowjobs is that there's a lot of women who think they who don't like anal sex, and, and there's just women who legitimately don't like it. But there's also women who had really bad experiences with guys who didn't know what they were doing, and they didn't use lube, they didn't warm them up, they shoved it in, it was painful, and so they swear it off forever. Because Mike was talking about his wife who doesn't like it. I was like, "Well, are you? She's your wife." He's like, "I want it," but she's. I'm like, "Well." Maybe we could figure out if there's something behind that because you can reassociate whatever your associations are with it and kind of try to make it like a good experience if you're someone who's like more of an experienced lover. Well, you know, um, I've been thinking about this a lot recently and um, in my experience, no one has ever treated me uh, lesser because I was like, I prefer not to do this. Right. But recently I was like, maybe I want to learn to become the blowjob master. How do I do that? And I thought about it a lot. I asked my friend's advice. And the advice I got was really interesting. It wasn't read about technique. Right. It was read stories by women who talk about the psychological experience of doing it and why they find it hot. And if you approach it from that perspective, if you really figure out how can I make this fun for myself uh, intellectually. It's true. Well, that's what I talk about. My workshop is it's it's a mindset. It's like you're giving them, you're in control of their pleasure. You're, You're giving them this ultimate you know, pleasure that they want, but it also comes comes back to you because you're feeling like, here's a person I love. This penis is an extension of them, and I'm gonna do something that's gonna to make him feel good. Exactly. And what comes around goes around, and hopefully you'll what comes around. But what comes ha <laughs> <laughs> right? Totally. Every, everything's a friggin' new innuendo on this show, so <laughs> it's hard to talk about. Yeah, tips, but but no, you're right. It's not like I'm. And then there are the tips, but the number one thing is like always like enthusiasm, like. You don't want anyone going down on you either as a woman who's just like sitting there like, you know, not into it because you can tell you're like, I'd rather just have you go make me dinner or something and then do that. And so you got to be enthusiastic. But also there is a way to change your mindset to be like, and that's what I'm also saying for the first person who emailed in, the woman who that about the blowjob is that Caitlin is that she could listen to some of the stuff and think about if there's a way she can change her mindset around it, around like it's something that you love, it's extension of their body and like that you are in control of their pleasure and you could do something that make them feel good and that makes you feel good, giving, receiving, all that stuff. Okay. So we got to wrap up the show. Thank you so much. Um, I so appreciate you guys being here from Zivity. Um, Sayana and Nadia, right? Did I say that right? Nadia? That's, it's, it's hard. It's okay. Good. Thank you. Zivity.com. Anything else, you guys, and your uh, your website and your Twitter, Instagram, anything you want to 
all that stuff? It's all Zivity. So if you go to everything Zivity, Z-I-V-I-T-Y. Yep. Facebook Zivity, Twitter Zivity. Zivity. So awesome when you lock all that stuff down, don't you? Yeah, we also have a really unique name, so it's not really an other company. It's just uh, a made-up name. I like it. uh, That's why no one has it. Yeah. Well, you're doing beautiful work, and hopefully we can do some future collaborations, but everyone should check out your Mm -hmm. site. I would love that. And um, Menace. Yes. I love seeing Oh, I started another Instagram account for people because, you know, I love traveling. Just some small little Instagram account. What's it called? Called Best Vacation Photos. If you follow that, why do you make cool. it separate from you? Uh, just because a lot of my friends have like awesome photos, and then so we just like one place oh, to share them together. That's really yeah, cool. So I if will you're follow that, you. Check it out. Okay, cool. Yeah. And um, great. And uh, we'll do that. Right. And follow me on um Instagram, Twitter, everything, and like my sex only page because because you know what happened. You know what went down with these people. So just uh, do that and. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Hey, guys, thanks so much for listening to the show. So, you know, we're always talking about if you listen to the show, how can we spice things up, keep things interesting? Well, have you ever heard of a massage candle? Well, it looks like a regular candle. Beautiful. Sit it on your, you know, sit it on your table, use it at your house at night, whatever it is. But it instantly turns into massage oil. And massage, as you know, helps you get in the mood, set the atmosphere, and the warm, luxurious oil feels amazing when you pour it on. So these candles have all natural ingredients, which means they're healthy and moisturizing for your skin, and it's your secret weapon in the bedroom if you want to spice things up. Get your partner in the mood, have incredible sex. The feedback has been amazing, and this was just in from one of my listeners. Emily, I bought a candle. My girlfriend was skeptical at first, but agreed to try the warm oil on me and first gave me a back rub. Then I reciprocated and we had amazing sex. She could not stop talking about how good the candle smells and how great the massage oil feels. And I'm convinced that the scent and the candle helped us through some of the most some of the barriers to sex that we have faced lately. So I created these candles so you can have the best sex of your life. So go to emilyandtony.com, use code emily for 20% off. That's emilyandtony.com, use code emily. Thanks for listening to the show.